welcome back to Did I Miss Anything? Our first episode back for this year. Yep. We've been gone for the last two weeks, taking a break, celebrating the holidays. Watching very many holiday special. Sure. I mean, we have been. Yeah, we watched a lot of stuff. We did. We saw a New Year's movie last last week. It was called 200 Cigarettes. It's a great movie. Um, I mean, we're not going to talk about it for the podcast, but there was a reviewer who said that it was um, blissfully unfunny or... Dismally unfunny. Dismally unfunny. Disagree. I mean, it was all right. All right. Yeah, I thought it was good, but whatever. Anyway, for this week, we decided we were going to do a TV show because Heather and I unwittingly... Unwittingly? Unwittingly? Ah, I said that right. I don't know what you're trying to say. Heather and I unwittingly watched um, a show that has been pretty in our face ever since we got HBO Max. Um, I think it was one of the first HBO Max originals. Uh, the Flight Attendant. It's they only, They've only done one season, I think season two is supposed to start this year at some point but it's that kaylee kuoko show where she plays a flight attendant correct um and that it's always coming up on like hbo max i'm like hey you should watch this so heather and i watched it um and it's apparently a very popular show that ended well season one ended like two years ago so we just caught up on that but it's based on a book and it tells the story of a flight attendant played by Kaylee Kuoko. Her name's Cassie on the show. And she's essentially an alcoholic who drinks profusely, um, sleeps with a lot of people, like a lot of people, and, um, including a lot of the passengers that she meets on her flights all around the world. So this one particular, or this season, tells the story of this one passenger she meets on a flight to Bangkok. Guy's name is Alex. Um, he's also referred to as 3C because that's that's his seating assignment. And it's basically a murder mystery the entire season. So season one, or I guess the first episode, she's on this flight. She meets this guy, Alex. They kind of flirt a little bit. Uh, I think they end up having sex on the plane, or they make out on the plane. They do, yeah. And then they land in Bangkok. Um, She ends up going out with him. They have another night of just a lot of drinking and, and just sex everywhere in the hotel. She wakes up the next day. Uh, very hungover and next to Alex's dead body with like his throat slit blood everywhere she like totally freaks out uh doesn't call the cops for some reason I guess because she's too Cause afraid she's scared she hasn't she can't remember. she was drunk and can't like really drunk yeah. blackout drunk and couldn't remember yeah. so she doesn't know she doesn't know if like she killed him or she she's not sure so she freaks she out assumes she didn't because well, right would you assume that you would kill somebody yeah so like the room she wakes up the the room is like a complete mess there's like broken glass everywhere uh she sees there's like blood on the glass so she thinks like oh man i guess this is what was used to like slit his throat and she ends up i guess cleaning everything up at the hotel um leaves she ends up flying back to the u.s and she kind of starts having flashbacks to um, to the night with Alex when when they were drinking and stuff, and gets back to the U.S. and she's met by the FBI. Turns out the FBI wants to talk to everybody on this flight um, because they're trying to investigate what happened. Because they obviously in Bangkok they find Alex's body in the hotel. They report it. It becomes like this huge, huge big thing. So they start interviewing all the different um, crew members and and uh, and pilots, I guess. Well, they never saw the pilots, but they, they start interviewing the crew members. One of them is Rosie Perez, who plays Megan. She's like Cassie's best friend or one of her best friends. And they kind of have a weird relationship. They're like best friends, but at the same time, they like, I don't know. There's like an age difference. Well, because Kaylee Coco's character kind of sucks. She's, yeah. she's a shitty person. And then we come to find out later in the season that Megan's got like her own fucked up situation going on. So they land at the airport back in New York City. Uh, the FBI tells them, hey, just when you get off the plane, just like stay near the gate because they just, you know, they want to start questioning them and ask them what was going on with, with Alex and if they knew anything. Kaylee Kowoko sets off a red flag because once they land, she doesn't stay. She like takes off. Everybody else stays. So already she's on a bad foot with the FBI. Yeah, she's like really bad at trying to cover up a murder. Yeah, if she's she like, did it. as the season progresses, Kaylee Kuoko's character starts to remember that there was one other person that night that her and Alex had dinner in Bangkok, and she remembers her name Miranda. So she's having these visions, and she starts also talking to like Alex's dead body, which is weird. Um, so Alex, I guess, is still a character in season one, but only in Kaylee Kuoko's mind. 
and it's weird because he helps her like piece all these clues together um which again it kind of it's it's hard to follow because kaylee cuoco and alex never really shared any details of their personal lives Yeah, but if you really listen to their conversations he's not giving her information He's not telling her anything. He's just kind but he of, kind of gives her hints of like, oh, you should maybe check here because or... it's in it's in her mind. So he's help in her mind. He's helping her remember stuff. So she's peace. Yeah. So it, it happened to her. So she knows it's it's in her head. She knows what happened. He's just there, kind of helping her along. He never because even when she asks him questions in her mind, he doesn't answer. He goes, I don't know. Like he's like, yeah, she's like, true. what do your parents do? He goes, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what my parents do. Maybe go to their house and find out. Yeah, I guess that's true. So if you really like pay attention to their conversations, he never gives her. He never specifically gives her information, but kind of helps her through yeah. whatever. So she remembers Miranda, remembers Alex mentioning that she's like a business associate of his. And it, this entire time, she's also in touch with her other best friend, Annie, who's like a lawyer. And Annie's basically telling her like, hey, don't worry about it. I'm a lawyer. Uh, like, I'll do I'll do all the digging and stuff. Like, you just sit tight. Don't worry about it. Uh, Cassie doesn't listen. She starts following all these hunches and leads. And so she goes to Alex's office uh, in the hopes that she can find Miranda and maybe get some answers from Miranda because Cassie can't remember jack shit. So she goes to the office, talks to the receptionist there. The receptionist, as soon as she mentions the name Miranda, gets like this blank look on her face and she's like, no, I totally don't know who that is. And so Cassie gets like this weird feeling from her. She starts to walk away, bumps into like this really expensive statue, knocks it over. And I guess because the FBI is still in the FBI is still trying to talk to her about what happened on that Bangkok flight, they find out that she went to Alex's office, made this whole big scene, and now the FBI is starting to think, okay, Cassie might be involved in this somehow because she's avoiding us. She's going to where he worked. Something's not right here. And she, she the entire time she promises that she's like done drinking and she's not going to drink because of what happened in bangkok and how it messed her up but she keeps drinking anyway she ends up meeting this guy named buckley um and sleeps with him they end up i i guess staying in contact they don't really hang out much outside of like sleeping every once in a yeah, while you, you sleeping have, together once in a while the impression is that he's like really like he really likes her and he wants to like start a relationship with her so he gets like like they're casually dating i guess yeah casually hooking up really yeah and at this point we also meet kaylee's brother uh kaylee uh, cassie's brother davy um who we find out had well we find out both of them had a had a pretty tough relationship with their father growing up cassie seems to have had a better one um she seems to have been kind of buddy buddy with her dad um at one point they show her dad um, they had a flashback yeah like in a flashback they show her dad uh, and her like sharing a beer um, because we find out that Davey is actually gay and his father apparently he, – he never flat out said that he disapproved of him being gay, but he always well, – He kept calling him like a pussy and stuff. Yeah, he always kept I calling I mean, him, I doubt he was out at that when he was younger. He I guess. He later. His dad didn't actually know he was gay. Yeah, but – But calling him a pussy and making him like feel like – a girl probably made him feel like shit because he probably was gay and just didn't say it or right. didn't know at the point. And you see him always, you see uh, Cassie and Davy's dad always uh, preferring to hang out with Cassie. So like there's one, uh, there's one flashback that he's like cleaning the gutters or fixing something on the roof. And he asks Davy to bring him up the hammer, but I guess Davy's afraid of heights. So he doesn't climb up the ladder. And then Cassie's like, Oh, I'll just do it. And then, and, and, um, and their father's like, Oh, that's my girl. Like at least one of you is not a pussy and something like that. Oh, and Davey, by the way, is played by the same actor who plays George, or played George on Grey's Anatomy. I forget his real name. What was his name? T.R. Knight. Knight. That's right, yeah, T.R. Knight, yeah. So we end up finding out about um, her brother. Her brother lives in Colorado, uh, has a husband and children, and they're getting they're getting ready to visit her, and we kind of see them, uh, Davey uh, and, and uh, Cassie talking on the phone, and Davey's kind of just making sure that everything's okay with Cassie because I guess... He's aware of her drinking and her um, lifestyle, I suppose, and doesn't want his children exposed to that. Understandably so. So he's kind of on the phone with her every so often, making sure everything's okay and planning like this visit to to her place in New York and all that. And Cassie's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm going to take him to the, to the aquarium. We're going to have a good day and all this. And so as the show goes on, uh, we we come to find out that this Miranda person uh, is around and she seems to be working for some sort of kind of 
not-so-good person. She seems to be, like, an assassin spy type. I think uh, she is. She's, that's what she is. I think she's is a hired. She I think she's a hired killer. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what her job is. Um. So we see her kind of finding out about Cassie and starting to track down Cassie. Uh, we don't know why yet, but as the show progresses, we start to learn that Alex. Well, Alex's family was apparently uh, laundering money. Yeah. Right. It was like, and like were, yeah, and like like dealing something with weapons. There was weapons involved. Yeah. Um, and so I guess the smuggling weapons to places. I don't know. So we, we find out that the money that they were taking, they were taking money from like these bad clients. And I guess Alex was just essentially stealing from them just so that they wouldn't have it. But he also wasn't like, I don't think he was planning on giving it to anyone it's like else. It's a Robin Hood situation. Like he didn't, he didn't approve of his family's business dealing. So he was like, I'm going to take this money be- and hide it because like yeah. they shouldn't have it. Because they're bad people, and my family's doing bad things. Right. I'm going to fix this. And so Miranda was charged with essentially finding out where the money went and how to get it back. So her only lead right now is Cassie, because Cassie was the last person that was with Alex before he died. So... And Miranda thinks that right at this like this whole time I believe that Cassie's some sort of like hired killer like assassin. Yeah, she, she thinks, thinks she, she keeps thinks, asking her who she works for. Well, if when they meet up, they ask her, like who she works for, and like they don't believe her that she's just a flight attendant that's yeah, an she th- alcoholic and yeah she thinks anything. yeah she thinks the flight attendant thing is just like a front she thinks yeah. she works for she thinks that she's like this insanely skilled like spy and she's really not she's like a legit straight up just a flight attendant she's just a with mess. a drinking problem yeah and so with childhood trauma a lot of childhood trauma yeah some of the bunnies i still don't get the bunny thing but whatever i didn't get that either i mean the rabbit was there whatever we'll get to it yeah so anyway um Megan, uh, meanwhile, we start to find is kind of spying on her husband. We don't really know at this point yet, but she's always taking like her husband's work computer and putting files on that computer on a flash drive. So we don't really know what's going on there, but we kind of start seeing that she's into some shady shit too. Which I don't think she really knows what she's doing. Uh, she's just trying to like spice up her life. I guess. I don't know. Uh, she doesn't know what she's doing. So Rosie Perez has no idea. Yeah. So at one point, I think it's the day, I think the day before Davy is supposed to come visit Cassie, Cassie finds out that Miranda actually broke into her apartment, um, not to steal anything, but just to either, I guess, see if Cassie was there or to see if she has like any trace of where that money could be, because it's a, a substantial amount of money. It's like $200 million. So Cassie breaks into, uh, Miranda breaks into Cassie's apartment, trying to find some answers. And then we start getting more flashbacks uh, uh, to Cassie's childhood of like her how her drinking began uh, because of her father always giving her beers and stuff like that. And then uh, we find out that her father died when she was young and at the at her father's wake, um, she's like trying to drink a beer and like trying to look for like harder alcohol. But then Davey comes in and stops her and puts whatever she grabbed back in the fridge. And the FBI at this point also claims that they have found the murder weapon um, which was like the broken glass because when when Cassie cleaned everything up, she just threw everything in the trash, like I guess a few blocks away from the hotel. And so they found the glass and a thumbprint on the glass or a fingerprint. I don't know if it was a thumbprint, but they found a fingerprint on the glass. And um, meanwhile, Cassie's starting to freak out because all these stories are being published uh, in the news. So she's seeing like all these stories about how this American was killed in Bangkok and she's starting to get more and more nervous and freaked out. And... Um, Cassie starts telling Annie about Miranda and Annie says, okay, we'll just find Miranda. We'll talk to Miranda. We'll see who Miranda is. Uh, they can never find a Miranda. So now Annie is starting to have doubts about Cassie and she's starting to think that, okay, your drinking is like way out of control. Um, I don't know who to believe anymore. And then, uh, one day Cassie's going over to Annie's apartment. Annie's not there, but we find out that Annie has a boyfriend named Max. It's not her boyfriend. (laughs) It's not her boyfriend. Um, it's a dude that she's banging and just lives with her. Um, and Annie or Cassie starts talking to Max and they kind of, um, in not so many words, they basically discuss Max possibly hacking into Alex's family's company to see like what's going on there. And, um, we learn that Annie apparently has commitment issues because, Max believes that he is Annie's boyfriend, but Annie has never called him um, her boyfriend she and doesn't like to put issues. she doesn't like to put labels on things. Yeah. So, 
um, Alex hacks into the family company's name is called Unisphere. They ha he hacks into that. Max does. Uh, Max Max hacks into that, finds out that they're using the company to launder money, and that they have this other code name set up called uh, Lion's Heart Lionfish, called Lionfish, and I guess they're using Lionfish as th like that's their vehicle to like launder the money. So. Uh, they they find these documents uh, one night or not one night but one day Cassie goes up to um, Alex's parents' house for his memorial and she wants to talk to Alex's mother because Cassie thinks that Miranda may have been an ex of Alex so she figures okay Alex's mom must know who his former girlfriend is so I'll totally just go talk to her at her son's funeral that's the logical thing to do goes there brings up the name Miranda her mom freaks out and she's like all right what is going on with Miranda like her mom uh, uh Alex's mom tells her never to mention that name again like gets very upset when she does it and finds out that she eavesdrops on Alex's mom talking to I guess someone who works for the family about how he shredded some documents goes into Alex's father's office to retrieve like these shredded pieces of paper manages to do so as Alex's family walks into a I'm assuming have a meeting about doing something with the money laundering and what's going on with the FBI and all of this stuff. Um, she quickly scurries out of that room, goes outside, gets the bag full of shredded paper. Her and Max start putting it together. Annie's like, you guys are insane. This is just like trash. Like you're way too paranoid now. They start putting it together. They find out about the lionfish thing. They find Alex's name in a few emails. And now they start thinking like, oh man, Alex was like this cyber criminal mastermind or something and they pursue i guess all of these insane hunches meanwhile cassie keeps having like all these flashbacks with alex alex doesn't obviously say anything because cassie doesn't know what alex didn't know and is very confusing so miranda eventually catches up with cassie on a train back from alex's parents house and they actually get into uh, well, they don't really get into a fight, but Cassie kicks her shoe off at Miranda. Miranda dodges it, starts chasing her through the train. Cassie runs into, I guess, like the cops on the train and tells her that there's a, this crazy woman out to get her. The cops look. There's nobody there because Miranda gets off at the stop. So now uh, now Cassie just thinks that Miranda's like some hitman that's out to get her and she's about to be dead at any day now. That's what she is. Essentially, yeah. So her drinking gets worse. Uh, Cassie's drinking gets worse. Uh, her paranoia goes through the roof. She's constantly walking around, looking over her shoulder, thinking that Miranda's there or some other hitman is there or somebody from um, from the FBI is about to like arrest her and throw her in jail and all of this. So she gets more and more paranoid. Um, Annie starts getting frustrated because she keeps telling Cassie not to say all of these things to the FBI. At one point, the FBI is actually interrogating Cassie. Cassie gives away more information than Annie would have liked her to she have given like, away. She just, like, alerts everything out. Yeah, because she's she's panicking, and she's like, look, this is what happened. I was with Alex in Bangkok. There was this other woman, Miranda. I don't really know what's going on. I woke up. He was dead. Yeah. And Annie keeps telling her to, like, shut the fuck up because that's you're just implicating yourself. And Annie gets um, essentially decides to not really help cassie anymore because cassie just keeps throwing herself under the bus and she doesn't believe her she doesn't think Miranda's a person like yeah. she doesn't think any of this stuff is real yeah so they um at one point annie talks to the receptionist at alex's uh at, at the unit at the unisphere building uh, her name's sabrina um and she was the one that cassie originally asked about miranda and she gave her this look so annie talks to her one day when she's coming out of the building and Sabrina, of course, denies ever knowing Miranda or what the situation is. So Annie's like, all right, but you realize, like, if you're lying to me that you could be in serious trouble and all that. And Cassie, again, decides to take matter matters into her own hands, goes to Sabrina's apartment one night, is knocking on the door. Uh, there's no answer. So she walks away. Then all of a sudden she hears a woman screaming and she's knocking on the door. She's She's trying to get Sabrina to answer the door, and then all of a sudden it goes quiet. She, uh, there's someone who li who lives in the building comes up the stairs and is like, "Yo, can you keep, can you guys keep keep it quiet?" She's like, "Oh, uh, call 911. Like, there's a woman in there. She's in trouble." She goes outside. She begins to call 911, and we see Sabrina's body just drop to the floor. 
or to the ground. Yeah, right in front of her, Just too. Just right in front of her. She's seen a lot of death. She, yeah, like Cassie has seen some fucked up shit for a flight attendant yeah. or for anyone, really. For anybody. Just, ugh. No. So she, the body plummets to the ground and we start thinking, it gets ruled a suicide by, uh, I guess, the NYPD who investigate the scene. It gets ruled a suicide. Uh, we come to find out through more investigation that it wasn't a suicide. Someone actually killed her. Uh, Cassie thinks that it's Miranda because she knows that Miranda's been following her. Uh, meanwhile, Cassie also has this other guy that's following her who's part of the FBI because the FBI, again, thinks that Cassie is like the number one suspect. Well, the one guy does. Yeah, so there's two yeah. Yeah, There's two FBI agents who are charged with uh, f- working this case. Um, what are their names? Uh, Van, and, Van and Kim. Van and of Kim. course his name is Van. He's so, such a douche. Yeah, so Van Van, Van is, is such a douchey name. Van is the agent that thinks Cassie did it. Like he he thinks that she did it without but without them even really investigating the case. He just thinks like, okay, she was the last person with him. She woke up next to the dead body. It's definitely her. She's dodging us. It's definitely her. Kim is like the more veteran FBI agent. She's like, hold on, we don't know that for sure yet. Like, you know, in my experience, there's there might be more to this story. Like, let's let's hold off on this. So they have a third FBI agent who all he does is just track Cassie. So he's like following her, going all these bars. At one point, uh, I guess Cassie, the paranoia is getting too much to her. She calls up Buckley again and she's like, hey, let's just hang out today. Uh, They start day drinking at a bar. They continue drinking. Um, The FBI agent is at the bar. Cassie is drunk at this point, goes up to him and she's like, hey, are you FBI? And the guy is just playing it off like he's not like Cassie's just some drunk lady coming up to him and and she keeps telling him like wink twice if you're an FBI and I'll know and he ends up leaving he's like lady you're crazy and just leaves as he's leaving he uh I guess sends a message to the other FBI agents and he's like look this is where she's at at this bar I left and that's it her and Buckley end up leaving they go to like a convenience store and they take like one of those uh like one of those mechanical horses that like little kids ride you put the quarter in and it like plays music and it goes up and down they like just take it they throw it against a car window smashes the car window uh the nypd is there i guess it's just like some cop on his beat the convenience store guys like hey they just stole my horse and broke that car window they end up getting arrested uh fingerprinted and all that the fbi gets word of this they get the fingerprints back from the NYPD. The fingerprints end up matching the fingerprints that were on the bottle that they found at the hotel. So now the guy Van's like, that's it. We got her. We got the murder weapon. We got her fingerprint. It's a match. It's her. Yeah, but her fingerprints could be on the bottle. She was with him all night. Yeah, and they again, were drinking. Yeah, and it was just a bottle. She could have yeah. grabbed the bottle, had a drink. But he's just thinking, nope, that's it. It's her. End of story. We're done here. Kim's like, easy. I'm going to keep working this case. You keep doing that. And we'll see what's going to end up happening. So one day, uh, her and Max, remembering the papers that they found with all the lionfish information. Well, it, you forgot that she got bailed out of jail. Oh, that's right. Yeah. By so Miranda. yeah. So she gets right. So her and her and Buckley go well, to jail. She, well, first, first she makes th- that phone call to, because she's like, regretting like all these like regretting getting arrested and all this yeah. stuff she's been doing because she's an alcoholic. She's finally coming to terms, almost sort of coming to terms with it. She, her only phone call in jail is to her brother Davy. Davy is his yeah, Davy to Davy, and she like has this whole like conversation with him about their childhood and yeah, because she says, "Well, our childhood was awesome until you know, obviously our dad died." And he goes, "No, like it think about it. It was up. always shitty." Yeah. And then she starts remembering like what actually happened, how shitty her dad was to Davy, yeah. and how like they were just again. She just keeps calling him like their drinking buddies. Like yeah. they just like hung out and like drank together. So she has this whole like breakdown on the phone with Davy, and then yeah, and then so, she ends up getting um, released because I think I think Miranda bails her out, right? I'm, I, I think, think so. It was Miranda so, because when she leaves, Miranda's right there. Yeah, so she ends up getting bailed out like the day after. She literally just spent yeah. the night in jail. Um, she's walking out of the police station as soon as she turns the corner. Miranda's the, Miranda's there with a gun pointed at her, and she's like, "We need to talk." So presumably, because I don't know who else would have bailed her out, because Davy is in Colorado. Annie at this point. Well, oh, I don't think Davy. Oh, Davy knew he wasn't. She was in jail because of the call. Yeah, it was a collect call. Um, one thing I did forget to mention about Annie. So when Cassie went to Alex's parents' house, and um, Annie actually divulged some, uh, I guess, client information. Turns out that the law firm Annie works at represents um, members of Alex's family and. 
kind of handles a lot of that shady shit that they've been uh that they've been doing and because she kind of gave up that information we find out that uh her law career is essentially on the line and she could be disbarred and all this stuff so she ends up making a call to get alex's family to prevent alex's family from like hurting cassie the night that she's there and runs into alex's parents and their um i guess associates and that's how she manages to get out of get out of the house scot-free but then we find out that annie's boss find found out about that and so now annie wasn't technically fired but her boss is like look they're gonna come after you now because they're gonna want you to do them a favor i can't tell you what to do about that favor but i highly suggest that you do it because if you don't it's not gonna end well they're gonna kill you yeah meaning that they're gonna kill you and she doesn't want to know anything about it obviously yeah and so annie doesn't know anything about that so the boss by the way played by uh uh what is her real name crap the the white of uh, fraser oh bb newworth you don't know bb newworth no she plays fraser's what well, i never ex-wife saw i never saw fraser okay no. did you ever cheers you saw cheers, I saw cheers. you know fraser's and cheers his ex-wife yeah. I don't. Wife in that. I never got that far into Cheers. It's like it's right like in the beginning. All right. All well, right well. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So her boss warns her like they're gonna ask you to do him a favor. I suggest that you do it. Annie's freaking out at this point. Um. Sure enough, they end up contacting her. They want her to deliver. I, I think it's. I, I'm pretty sure it was like cyanide pills or some sort of pills to an inmate. Which she doesn't. But she doesn't know what's in the pack. Yeah, she doesn't know. What, I mean, it's well, we find animal. out. Yeah, she yeah. she goes to the jail to visit the person that the the people told her to visit. She slips him this little envelope. The guy opens it up. It's like these two capsules, these two pill capsules. He takes them right away when he's in jail. And there was a note in the envelope that also said, um, uh, or not a note. Um, there was a message that Annie said to him that was uh they want they want you to know that your family will be taken care of yeah something like that Mm -hmm. so then the guy looks at her takes the pills and he's like guard i'm done here and he just walks away i'm assuming there was some sort of cyanide i'm assuming she yeah he's dead now yeah she her the the look on her face was like what the fuck i'm going to jail like i'm going to jail forever yeah so now cassie and um max end up going to this warehouse uh in new york that it's just like this abandoned warehouse that has this one um, it has like this little server farm in it that was used to, I guess, launder the money from, uh, from Unisphere. Max hacks into it, finds like all these, I guess, ledgers and logs of all this money being moved around, uh, copies it onto a Hello Kitty flash drive that belonged to Cassie, shockingly. And they, they scoot out of there cause they get found out someone is, um, someone, I guess, logs into the server and prevents Max from doing anything further. So Max is like, oh shit, someone knows we're here. We gotta go. Uh, sure enough, as they're leaving, they're like people chasing them. They manage to get out. They're running, uh, they're running like through alleys and stuff. All of a sudden this car turns a corner and is gunning straight for Cassie and Max. Max pushes Cassie out of the way. He gets hit by a car Gets fucked up pretty bad. Uh, ends up going to the hospital. Annie at this point gets pissed at Cassie and is like, you fucked up my life. You fucked up Max's life. Like, we're done here. We're no longer friends. Don't talk to me anymore. That's it. So now presumably Cassie has no one uh, but Buckley and I guess her brother? Yeah, he's in Denver though. Uh, yeah, her brother's in, yeah. So Cassie is essentially on her own again. Ends up... Uh, Ends up uh, coming face to face with Miranda. Uh, her and Miranda come to a, an agreement where it's like, okay, look, we can help each other because you can um, you can prove that I didn't kill Alex, and I can prove that you had nothing to do with um, with Alex's murder either because you're you're in it just for this money thing. We I, forgot the whole part, too, about how Victor, which is Miranda's boss, who pretty much hired her to right. find the money, um, told her pretty much they had a conversation where he was telling her, oh, you failed. You didn't. Oh, you yeah, did, yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. didn't kill him. You didn't get the like he's dead, but we didn't we don't know where the money is. We don't know right. how to get the money. So just go back to London like you're done here. You're yeah. off this case, as it were. She doesn't do that because she wants to, you know, finish it out, I guess, and or figure out who killed killed alex yeah and prove that she didn't fail so now victor is kind of looking like 
So I think Victor Victor hired someone to try to kill her now because she didn't listen. Yeah, because yeah, because she found he out. know he knows that she's still in New York trying to find Cassie. Right. So we find out that there's this other person that works for Victor named Cecilia, um, played by Kaylee Cuoco's sister, uh, mm-hmm. Brianna Cuoco. And Cecilia is still in touch with Miranda, and I guess Cecilia lets slip to Victor that Miranda is still in the city, and that's how Victor finds out that Miranda didn't actually go back to London, hires someone to go after Miranda to kill her. So now Miranda and uh, Cassie run into each other, and like I said, they come up with this agreement. Cassie's like, look, you can prove that I didn't kill Alex. I can tell you where the money is as soon as I figure that out, and then you'll be straight with Victor, I'll be straight with the FBI, and everything will be golden for us because we didn't kill that guy. And Miranda's like, all right, fine, I guess. It's the only option I've got at this point. So now they start working this case together, putting trying to put together, together all these pieces. And they come to find out Cassie, through one of her flashbacks, uh, remembers that Alex always had this book, Crime and Punishment, with him. And in the book, I guess that's where he wrote all of the account numbers and the, um, I guess, all like all the passwords and information that you need to log into the accounts to move the money around. Cassie remembers this, goes into the book. Sure enough, she sees all the information there. Oh, she, she ends up having the book. It was like, I guess yeah, she, 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 must have, up, she must have taken it in a drunken yeah, super that I, night. And I think died. because, yeah, because as the season progresses, we see that Cassie genuinely... Uh, cared for Alex or was starting to care for Alex um, and I guess took the book as like a way to remember him and so they look at the book sure enough they find all the information Miranda's like perfect we're done I got what I want you got what you want we're all golden and now we Miranda talks about how the FBI agent following Cassie is now dead Cassie thinks that Miranda was the one that killed him. Turns out it wasn't him. It, was, it wasn't it was her. It was the assassin that was hired to kill Miranda. And now Miranda's like, oh, that must be Felix. Um, that's the guy that Victor calls when he needs someone to go away. Yeah, so, he's like ruthless, man. Yeah, like, like he does he not. Does not shit. Yeah. So Cassie is like, oh, shit, there is actually someone after us trying to kill us. And so uh, Miranda said, yeah, you don't understand. We need to leave. Like, we need to go to, like, Toronto. And she's like, I'm not going to Toronto. And so they contact Annie. Annie finally uh, talks to Cassie. Cassie apologizes again about Max and how she and she feels terrible, introduces her to Miranda, and, and Annie's like, oh, shit, Miranda's real? Crap, everything you said must have been right then. So she goes back to the alley where Max got hit by the car, looks for the Hello Kitty flash drive, finds it, gets all this information. She's like, oh my God, Cassie was telling the truth the entire time. She's not crazy, um, or, she's a little crazy. or an alcoholic. I mean, she's, an she's al- definitely an alcoholic. 100% an alcoholic. Um, so she goes to the FBI. She's like, hey, Agent Kim, here's, here's all this stuff about um, Miranda and Lionfish and Unisphere, and uh, we're good now, right? Kim starts going through. She's looking at footage from the hotel in Bangkok the night that Alex died, and they see this one guy who brought them drinks uh, as room service, and she's like, that's weird because the hotel told us that it was all women working that night. How did, like, who's this guy? They start looking at images. Um, they come to find the um, the reports that from when uh, Alex, from when Cassie and Buckley got arrested by the NYPD, they see Buckley's picture. He kind of looks like the guy in the video. Um, well, we already know it because because we already we already know that it's Buckley. Yeah, so we already we already know it's Buckley because when because he's when they when they find the book, the the assassin is on their tail and chases them. They end up losing the book. Yeah. Um, and then. Cassie sees who the assassin is. Yeah, and it's well, fucking Buckley. Yeah, and before we before we actually see Cat uh, Buckley's face, Miranda's actually telling the story of how this guy Felix is ruthless, and he's always talking about this one story about how um, he would kill stray cats when he was a kid and hang them up on a tree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. And we find out that uh, one of the times that Buckley and Cassie met for drinks at a bar. Um, Cassie wanted to like get to know Buckley better because she was like drunk and yeah, thought she, she was told, in love with him. She told him the story, or he told yeah, her that story. and he told her the story of how like when yeah. he was young. Well, he said he said that it was like his dad or something that did that, right? Because he no wanted. Idea. He said he said something about like he wanted to take in like stray cats because he's like this huge animal lover, and his dad his dad or some like bully in the neighborhood would like get the cat, kill the cat, and like hang it up on on okay. his tree outside his front 
outside his front yard. And then Cassie remembers this story and she's like, no. So she looks, uh, they're on, they were doing like this rooftop chase as, as you do. And she looks around like the wall that they're standing behind and and it's Buckley. So Buckley, uh, ends up being the killer. They fly back. Uh, well, Cassie has to fly to Rome for, you know, for a job. She's a flight attendant. And so Miranda comes up with this plan that essentially is, okay, you're going to fly to Rome. You're basically going to be bait. Um, Felix is going to follow you. I'm going to be on the same flight. You're going to land. You're going to check into the hotel. You're going to give me, you're going to get me a separate key when you, when you check in, you leave, go hang out with like the other crew members of the flight. I'm going to go in. I'll basically just wait there for Buckley to come in. When Buckley comes in, he's going to, he's going to be looking for, for you or any sign of like where the money is. And then I'll basically just, I'll just kill Buckley because he won't know that I'm there. You've heard to tell them that, Mar- that, Vic- that Miranda killed Victor. Oh, yeah, she did kill him at this yeah, point. Because, yeah, because, because before she got rooftop, on the flight. After yeah. the rooftop scene, cause she, uh, Miranda ends up dropping that book. Yeah. Buckley picks that book up. That's when we find out it's actually Buckley. That's the big reveal. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, he has the book now. So Miranda's like, I have to find Victor because he has the book. I'll kill him. It'll be fine. Yeah, and so she uh, she gets in touch with Cecilia. She's like, yeah, you got to tell me where Victor is because I know all of this shit now. Well, and... no, what happened, What actually happens is uh, she calls Cecilia, Miranda calls Cecilia, and Cecilia's like, she's like, well, I'm going to come kill you now because you told, you're the one who told Victor I was yeah. still in New York. And Cecilia was like, well, um, actually, if I just tell you where Victor is right now. Are we cool? Can we, like, just, can you just not kill me? Would that be all right? Yeah. So she was like, all right. So <laughs> Cecilia tells Miranda where Victor is, so Miranda can go kill Victor now. Yeah, so. So Cecilia is. She's she's golden. Yeah, so I guess on her way on their way to the airport, uh, Miranda's like, "Yeah, can we stop the car? I just got to run an errand real quick." And and Cassie's like, "Are you serious right now?" And she's like, "Yeah, it'll just take a second. So she goes into this parking garage where Victor is getting into a car to presumably meet Buckley. To no, he has the book. Or he, he has, has the book. So book. he's yeah. So he's, he's going. going he's going to get home. yeah. He's going. He's he's I guess going to get the money. I would think, right? Who gives a shit where he's going? He's I guess. in the car. Anyway, he's getting into the car. Uh, Miranda shows up takes out the driver uh victor comes out he's like hey what's taking so long to go drive to fucking leave and so they have like this back and forth that's basically like oh you found out it was me and all this uh they end up um getting into kind of a gunfight uh it turns out that victor has like one of those small guns like hidden in his ankle um he takes that out as he takes that out he shoots miranda in the leg miranda shoots him in the chest um, Miranda lives, doesn't even flinch by getting shot in the leg, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure she's been um, shot before. Victor, Victor obviously dies. Uh, they get the book back, uh, but they still have Buckley, Buckley to worry about. Yeah, because Miranda missed her flight. Yeah, so Miranda missed her flight. Well, actually, she gets well, to the no, airport. Well, she missed the flight that she was, because she was supposed to be on the same flight as, as Kaylee. Cassie. As yeah. Cassie. Um, yeah. so she gets to the airport and she's like about to board the plane. And I guess the ticket agents are like, um, your leg is bleeding. We're going to have to, we're going to have to get you medical attention. She's like, no, I'm fine. I just, I got to catch this flight. So I'm assuming they get her medical attention. She gets on the next flight, although she gets on the next flight and her leg is still bleeding. She's not even like wrapped up or bandaged or yeah, anything. Do so anything. I, don't know. I don't know, but she missed her plane with Cassie. So Cassie ends up going to Rome, um, finds out Miranda never got on the plane and she's like super freaked out now. Cause she's like, I'm. That's it. She lands in Rome. Buckley's already waiting for her at the airport. Yeah, she sees him in the, um, in the Dressed like a douche, airport. by the way. Oh, he's a douche. And um, he, she panics because she's like, okay, I don't know what to do. So she, like, goes up to him and grabs his arms, put puts his arms around her and starts screaming, acting like this guy is just, like, groping her in the airport. And it works, sure enough, because, like, people from the airline, they grab her, they separate them. The cops come in. They're, like, asking Buckley questions and talking to her. And then Megan comes in and she's like, yeah, I saw the whole thing. Like that guy assaulted her. Um, he should really be uh, taken to jail or whatever. They end up leaving. Um, Cassie meets with this bartender that she frequently sleeps with when she flies to Rome. I forget his name, something Italian. Enrico. Enrico. Um, and asks Enrico if he knows where she can get a gun. 
And Enrico's like, yeah, I might know something. Goes to because it's not as easy to get guns in other countries as yeah, it is no, in the they US. don't. They don't just hand those out like they do in the U.S. I don't think you just go to a Walmart and buy one. No, so so Enrico goes to his grandmother's house and asks for where his grandfather's stuff is because uh, we come to find out it looks like his grandfather may have been in like the police in Italy because been a cop or something. Yeah, yeah, because so. he finds his stuff and there's like a gun in there, a badge, and like an ID. So he takes the gun. Uh, Cassie's waiting for him outside. Uh, apparently gives up drinking at this point because she, the entire time, everything, she, the entire uh, run of the season, every time she takes a drink, it's always from those little like airport, the, like the airplane vodkas that they give you. Yeah, she takes them. Um, she them. just takes them. She has like 12 of them in her bag. She just like lays them out on a wall there. They're always in her purse. And, yeah. and she's like, yep, that's it. I'm done drinking. I've learned my lesson. So they get this gun, uh, go back to the hotel room. Everything presumably fine. Um, Enrico, uh, Enrico comes with Cassie. Uh, he goes downstairs because he wants to check. Because at this point, Miranda still hasn't checked in as far as Cassie knows. Yeah. Um, and so Enrico goes downstairs. Yeah. Cassie goes into the bathroom. She sees a foot in the bathtub or sticking out from the bathtub. Uh, sure enough, it's Miranda's body with Buckley standing over it uh, just in the shower. Yeah. So now a fight ensues between them in the bathroom. Enrico comes back in. Uh, Buckley shoots shoots him, stabs yeah. him. Uh, I think she's. I think he's. Yeah, stabs, stabs him, him stabs because him. They, the gun yeah, is hit. Yeah, the yeah, gun yeah, yeah, is yeah. kind of like wrapped in a. Um, yeah, they wrapped a it scarf, in a scarf, and it's on the the dresser. Yeah. Um, so they they end up getting into this knife fight. He stabs Enrico in the stomach. Enrico goes down, presumably dead. Um, meanwhile, Cassie like hits him over the head with a lamp. So they continue fighting, and then we get we we find out that one of the other crew members, Shane, played by Griffin Matthews, we find out that Shane, who is one of the other crew members on um on the airline that Cassie works for, is actually working for the CIA, because while all this is happening with Cassie, we find out that Megan has apparently been providing information to the Korean government. I think it was the North Korean. The government. North, yeah, the North Korean government. This is very different. Yeah, <laughs> this is from very different. um from her husband's work because I guess the company that her husband works for has government contracts with um with someone. I don't know. She's, um, I don't know. And they didn't. It was just yeah. They have government contracts, and I guess she's taking all this information and providing it to the North Koreans. She doesn't think she's doing anything wrong because the way she tells it, she finally confesses to Cassie. She says, like, yeah, I was at a conference with him once um, with her husband, and this guy just gave me his business card. He said, yeah, you know, I'd like to talk more about this. I took some pictures off of uh, my husband's computer, showed it to him. He's like, yeah, if you keep doing this, we'll pay you money. And she was like, okay, that's easy money. Yeah. Why not? Uh, it turns out she's been giving away, like, state secrets, which makes her, you know um, – Traitor. Traitor. That's the um, word, traitor. <laughs> which, uh, which makes her a traitor. So, like, the CIA, I guess, has been on her for, like, months or years now. Yeah. And Shane uh, is an undercover agent. Who's been working the case. And who's been yeah. working the case. And Moonlighting so, as a uh, flight attendant. Yeah, advantage. so we find out yeah. uh, after he, he comes in the room, shoots Buckley dead. Well, no, shoots Buckley. And then as, I guess, the Italian police and FBI come in to, like, arrest Buckley and take care of Enrico. Oh, Oh yeah, Enrico doesn't um, die by the way. Which yeah, I'm, very Enrico, yeah. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, Enrico, Enrico he was didn't super die. Sweet. Um, so as as they're coming to like take them to the hospital and stuff, uh, Cassie's like, "Where did you get a gun?" And Shane says, "I'm CIA. Like the whole thing with Megan. Uh, I've I've been like working her case for months, and this is where we are now." Yeah, because you also you also come to find one. Um, the reason that Megan finds out that the police are onto her is because. Her husband calls her and says, "Oh, the police. Yeah. They think there's some sort of spyware on my my work computer. Yeah. You're the only one who's been using my computer. What did you do, Megan?" Yeah. And she doesn't obviously say. She just kind of like cries and is like, "I'm so sorry to me yeah. to do that." She's like hysterical on the phone. And then when she goes to Rome for that flight, I'm assuming that's her her escape route. She like guess, she ends yeah. up just leaving, and then you end up seeing her. You just end up seeing Rosie Perez on a a train platform going somewhere. I don't know where she's going, but she's probably yeah, trying and, to run. And, and she calls up her son and she's like, yeah, is your dad there? And her son tells her like, no, he's like upstairs. I think he's sick. He's like crying and doesn't seem to yeah. feel well. He's not eating. And she's like, okay, I need you to tell him that uh, on the kitchen table, there's like a porcelain rooster. Go in there and everything will be fine. I mean, it won't be, but yeah. So yeah. So it's her, just money and yeah. Like, so her kid opens up so. the porcelain rooster. There's like, um, there's like money in cash and there's like a note from Megan saying like, I'm going to fix this. I love you both. Everything's going to be fine. 
uh that's how the first season ends presumably i assume the second season is going to be like megan's story um and that yeah that was basically it so then buckley ends up presumably getting arrested uh he didn't die by the way because we see him being rolled out too and he's like still looking over at cassie and so he didn't die oh and then miranda because uh, we didn't, we assumed Miranda was dead, but Cassie and Annie are in a diner, and oh, they make up. They make up. They, by yeah, the they, way. Made, yeah, they, they, they made. Yeah, they made up. Yeah, they made up. And I guess Cassie, uh, Cassie has, or Miranda still had the book, the Crime and Punishment book. Uh, Cassie goes to like get her coat to like pay for for the meal that they just had at the diner. Finds the coat back in her pocket, and she's like, "Wait, what?" Um, the she, book, you mean? The book, yeah. She opens the book up to the page where, like, all the account information was written down, and the page is torn out of the book, and Miranda left a note that says, like, oh, I took the money, but I felt like you should have the book. It was only right. And and she signed it with the letter M, and so Cassie goes outside thinking, like, Miranda was just there, and she's, like, looking for her. Miranda's gone. So Miranda took the money. Uh, that's how the season ended. Yeah. I really liked Flight Attendant. It was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I thought uh, Kaylee Cuoco was really good. Kaylee Cuoco was very it's good. A, it's it. a very big contrast from like the other stuff that you've seen her do, like Big Fan Theory. Very different and, from like, Penny. Yeah. And uh, Eight Simple Rules. Yeah, this is obviously... I mean, it, it, it the the show is, has, it's funny. It's got funny moments, but it's it like, very dramatic, obviously. Yeah. Um, she cries a lot. So much crying. She plays an alcoholic really well. She does actually. She played a really good alcoholic. She plays the trauma. She played a good like, flight attendant. Yeah, she, she was a very good flight attendant. Like yeah. I, I told Heather, I was like, if Kaylee Kuoko wasn't an actress and she was a flight attendant, I could totally see her being a flight attendant. Yeah. She seemed very, I don't know. She seemed like she had that type of personality. I wonder if she was she nominated for an Emmy. What are the Emmys? Weren't the Emmys there in September, right? It was nominated for a lot. Oh, it was nominated for a lot of things. Um, oh yeah, she was nominated. Good for yeah, her. She, she I don't think she won. She did not. But um, I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of the Emmys this year. This year, like I don't even know who won anything. Um, Susanna Fogel, uh, I guess directed one of the episodes. She won an Emmy for the episode she directed. Oh nice. Rosie. No, Pre- Emmy. Rosie, yeah, Rosie Perez. Was it an Emmy? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, Directors Guild of America. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no, she was nominated for Qu- Critics Choice Award, not an Emmy. Yeah. She, it, nothing was not. Oh, there's the Emmys. I'm sorry. Oh, there they oh, are. So she was nominated. Yeah, they were all. Yeah, Kaylee Cuoco was nominated. Rosie Perez was nominated. It won for what? It won a creative. It won a primetime creative arts Emmy award for theme music. Blake Neely won for original main title theme oh, music. Oh, good for him. So that there you go. Good, yeah, I guess. But uh, a very good show. Uh, if you're curious on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it has like a 98 percent right now, which is insane. Yeah, it was um, good. It was the it only was thing. A very I, good show. The only thing I didn't like them. One, I didn't. I still don't get the significance of the rabbits. Oh yeah, there oh, were rabbits right, the everywhere. Rabbit so when one she, of the yeah, when she kept going like into her like she would like just go into her thoughts with Alex. Like she would just kind of yeah. freeze. I guess in real life, I don't yeah, know what she was doing I, in real life know, because they just go into her head. But like, there's always these rabbits around, and I guess it had there something was, to do with the car crash. Oh, because we never. Because there, there was you one fi- flashback. You find out that her well, her dad died in a car crash with her in with the car. her in the car but apparently nobody knew that she was in the car with them with him yeah so she so flashes ca- back so he so th- so the flashback is the two of them driving they're drinking while they're they're both drinking while they're driving they, yes. they they end they go on hunting trips a lot yeah um that was like their thing and they would drink in the like dr- like like, a, like two grown men would normally do right they'd go on a hunting trip drink beer yeah. and you know whatever but he would do this with his daughter yep. so there's a scene where you see the um, car crash, he's drunk, she's in the passenger seat, they crash into another uh, couple, yep. All, e- they, everyone dies but her. Except for her. Except for Cassie, and she just runs away. Yeah. And no, and she never told anyone that she was part of this car wreck. No, yeah. <laughs> Which I find weird that they didn't figure that out. I don't know why no one ever knew yeah, she was I don't there. Know. Because she was bleeding, she ran home. Yeah, she must have had some sort of, like, cut. Yeah. Because like, even, even if you cleaned it up, like, you would still have the... Like the cut would still be there; yeah. it wouldn't go away like that. But that ended up being like her, her big like revelation yeah, like, secret thing. Like when like trauma comes to a head, like yeah, she's like she oh, finally man. she fi- like that was her big secret that she was holding in for so like all these years that yeah. she never told anyone that she was actually at that car wreck and was part of it. And it, yeah. she thinks it the whole she thinks the whole thing was her fault because she was the one drinking with her father. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's oh, and then also at one point. When when Cassie, I guess, is cleared of everything, she flies back one day and, like, Davy is at the airport waiting for her. Oh, which is nice, yeah. Which is also nice. Because she did have a nice, they had a nice uh, makeup. They had a very nice relationship, I thought. Well, I mean. Up, like, towards the end. Yeah, and the even end. in the beginning throughout, because, like, she would call him, like, drunk and stuff, and he'd be like, oh, here we go again. But, like, yeah. he's still, like, um, 
Davy still went out there with his family to visit, and they still went to the aquarium with their daughters and things like that. So it was a very good show. I liked it. I look forward to season two. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do. I mean, she won't be, I mean, she's not going to be an alcoholic anymore, so right. I mean, I don't yeah. think it's not going to be as fun. So we'll see, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. So we'll see. And I wonder if Kaylee Cole is actually going to be in the next, I, mean, I guess she I would, would think. be. Cause it, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, find out. Because this is based on a book, right? Yeah, it is. So oh, I, I forgot what... to mention. Yeah, so this... No, um... you, you, said, you mentioned it. Oh, it, okay, I did. Yeah, so but... this, this was based on a book. So is there like a... Um... Is there like a... Is it a series or is it just like one book? Because like... Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do. That's why I never get like... Like, it's so weird. Like, when they do shows based on books and stuff like that, like, how do you go to the next season well like, i mean i guess you have to make so you have to make it up yeah i, guess I mean just... they didn't make stuff up for this movie but like they used the book how do you how do you continue i don't know because like with movies like the harry potter movies for instance like they every, like every movie based on books yeah. so like it's pretty well easy. i guess i guess now they just make it up for the tv show because now I they guess, already have yeah. it set up so now it's just i don't know so yeah no it's just one book it's just a flight attendant so we'll see what they do with season two. Oh yeah, she produced it. That's her production company. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Norman. yes. Norman Productions. Norman's yeah. her dog. So they have the. Um... Or was her dog? I don't know if she still has that dog or not. Oh, I have... follow her on Instagram, so I see all her dogs. There you go. Yeah. But they have the. Uh, they they took the options on the rights to the book, yeah. and they developed it into the TV series. So that's how that came about. Anyway. But um. But yeah, yeah you the flight watch attendant. It. Please watch it before season two starts. Very, very good. good. It was very very good. Um. Rosie Perez is good in everything she's in. I I don't know if I'm just I don't know if I was just asleep. Yeah, she was pretty asleep good. With, asleep with asleep on pretty... her, but like I mean, she's been acting since the '80s. Like yeah. she's I mean I've seen her in tons of things. But she like she's good in the Harley Quinn movie too. That's what I'm saying. Like she's, she's good in that. great. Like she's like I don't know if I was just sleeping on this, but yeah. like she's a great actress. She's good. I've never just I just never pieced it together before. She's fucking great. So that was the flight attendant. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you checking us out. We'll be back next week with something. Yeah, we'll do something else. Um, Don't know what. But if you have any suggestions, feel free to send them our way on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. That would help us out a lot. And um, have a good week. Be excellent to one another. And we'll be back next week. Check out Flight Attendant. Yeah, watch it. It's good. Read the book if you want. I mean, well, I didn't, but whatever. I'm actually kind of curious to see what the book is like. I'm not going to lie. How close it is? Yeah. So yeah, the cl- I mean, I'm sure you can. Maybe we'll uh. You can look at the Wikipedia page. Just read the plot. Read the plot. Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. Right. So until then, bye everybody. Oh, Sassy said we gotta go. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>